0: All right, your Ben Jarofsky show for Wednesday, May 27th is moments away. But before we do this, let's thank these unions for sponsoring this podcast. Unions like the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers, Local 126 in District 8. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local 9, are sponsors, as well as the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 150. Thanks, unions. And, of course, today's Ben Jarofsky show for Wednesday, May 27th is brought to you by our good friends, at the Chicago Federation of Labor. All right, I'm going to look at the live stream chat, and, Ben, we'll see what your song of the day is.
1: <coughs> I Got to uh, get ready. <coughs> okay. Me, 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 me. Go ahead.
0: Our song of the day comes from Fred. Jackie Blue by Ozark Mountain Daredevil. Oh, Devils. I
1: know that. Jacket Blue. Duh, jacket. No, no, Jackie. <laughs> I know you can't tell, Fred, from what I'm doing, but I know that song. It's just, you never know, had this moment, Fred, if I could just share this with you? Like, you hear something in your head, but you can't quite get that sound, the right sound to come out of your mouth. Has that ever happened to you? But Jacket Blue. da Jackie Blue (laughs) By the way, one of my favorite movies of all time Jackie Brown
0: The Ben Jorofsky Show starts now It is Wednesday, May 27th And live from Ben's Attic (laughs) This is The Ben Jorofsky Show Today on the program, one man and one man only, legendary Chicago journalist, Monroe Anderson. And now your host, Chicago
1: Reader columnist, Ben Jarofsky. Hello everybody, Ben Jarofsky here. We're calling this What the Beep Wednesday, and here's why. So I'm paging through Facebook the other night, well, last night to be exact, and what do I see? A post. For my dear friend, young Scotty Duff, that really, really, really speaks to me at this moment in time. And this is what he writes. I will now try to do it as clearly and distinctly as Scott Duff would do it. Scott Duff, of course, uh, host of a radio talk show. And what station is that again, D?
0: WCPT 820 AM, where facts matter. And uh, here's a fact. They fired Ben.
1: (laughs) Facts matter, except about tips. Don't talk about them. Anyway. Uh, Scott Duff, great uh, comedian, funny guy. He's been on our show as well. This is what he wrote on Facebook. Quote, just sitting here screaming, what the fuck is wrong with people? (laughs) And how are you doing? Love that bit at the ND. You know what I mean? You can just see Scotty going nuts. What the beep is wrong with you people? Are you going to do beep or the F word? Pick one. Well, I had to read the way he read it, you Mm. know? Okay, so... uh, i don't know you know you still got me like that i'm like i can't swear and i just was telling the guest uh was it amy i was telling who's going to be a guest well, later today later today folks we're dropping that conversation later today but she i told her you know you could swear on podcasts and she was like all right And she started dropping the f-bomb in preparation anyway scott i'm with you what the fuck is wrong with people okay <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Should we bleep, beep that out one more time? No, we, please don't. Uh, we have alternatives. S- seriously, please don't. What the beep is wrong with people? And how are you doing? I love that bit at the end again. You know, you got the rage, the insanity. And then, you know, I'm going to be calm. And I've composed myself, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to be very calm, I'm composed. And I'm I'm just going to go walk on through life as if nothing is wrong. I'm going to follow Scott's advice, you know. What the beep is wrong with you people? And, you know, okay, everything's cool. Everything's calm and how was your day? Everything okay with you? Okay, very good. So, you know, uh, I think I'll just run through uh, a few points of insanity that have really hit home over the last 24 hours. And part of this is based on, like, last night, really shouldn't have done this, Steve, but uh, last night I was up late uh, reading some of the news events of the day that I had missed, so catching up on things. Because, you know, a lot of times, usually I'm 24 hours behind it. Story of my life, 24 hours behind the time. So I'm catching up with everything. And I shouldn't do this because it's late at night. I shouldn't be doing this on my phone. And as a result, I can't sleep. So I don't know. I'm doing this t- this show today in about two hours sleep because uh, I was up late reading these all these stories. So I'll run through a few of them. Utter insanity uh, to underscores the point that Scott Duff is making. Just here, sitting here, screaming, "What the beep is wrong with people?" So where do we start? Well, let's start. Let's see. Oh, in no particular order. I was uh, these are some of the stories that I was reading last night when I was having trouble uh, falling asleep. Melody Cooper. Uh, Melody Cooper is the crazy lady uh, out of New York City, the dog walking lady uh, who had a confrontation with a black man in Central Park. I think it was Sunday. Uh, he was uh, a bird watcher. He was a bothering absolutely no one. You, I know everybody has seen the video. Uh, Melody Cooper's dog was off the leash, which is a no-no. Anybody knows anything about walking dogs in uh, New York City or Chicago or any city, really? Uh, you're not allowed to let the dog run off the leash, okay? so. Uh, this maniacal woman, Melody Cooper, confronts this man, uh, and somehow or other, in her mind, he's instantly a threat to her, and a, he's a black man, as I said before, and she says to him, I am going to report to the police uh, that I've been harassed by an African-American man, and she says this to him while he's filming her. She sa- So he's got the evidence that supports his point of view, which is that he did nothing wrong and that she's the aggressor and that she's making up something. So he has the evidence of it and she still thinks she can get away with it. So this, of course, this video uh, has been going all over the internet. Uh, People are talking about it. The woman has since lost her job. She's lost her dog. Uh, and uh, many interesting articles. This I was up late reading all these learned articles by various people talking about the whole history of white women making up accusations against black men, and uh, there is absolutely that racial element to this. I also want to point out one other thing, uh, one other bit of insanity about this story, and this has to do with the craziness of dog people. They're like out of their freaking minds, many of them, and. It's like when their dog does something wrong, it's everybody else's fault except their dog. So there's a little bit of that element in its uh, D which is makes it almost reassuring in a way. I could tell you many stories of my encounters with dog walkers, particularly a, a, a subspecies of the breed that thinks it's cool if their dog is off the leash and their dog, like, attacks somebody else. Oh, he's really just friendly as the dog knocks over a kid. Oh, oh, it's just his way of showing love. Or then there's the other one. Oh, I've never seen my dog do that before. You know, like, probably the dog is, like, mauling some. Anyway, insane time in New York City. Uh, even worse, the policeman in Minnesota who killed George Floyd. Uh, the story's been all over the internet. The story's been on the front pages of the paper. I saw the videotape last night that I think may have kept me up uh, late. Uh, the the police officer who, as far as I know, has not been identified yet, uh, killed George Floyd by uh, standing uh, uh, putting his knee on George Floyd's neck. You could see this. So George Floyd was a black man. I'm not quite sure what he did uh, to gain the interest of the police officers, but the police officers, quote unquote, subdued him, which means uh, they handcuffed him and threw him on the ground. So he was absolutely not a threat to anyone. And yet there's this image that I just can't get out of my mind of this cop with his knee on george floyd's neck as george floyd is gasping i can't breathe i can't breathe and there's two people on the sidewalk saying help this man help this man let him go let him go and the cop's got his hand in his pocket this is the part that just it sticks with me it's like he's so casual he's got his hand the cop has his hand in his pocket like not doing anything just an ordinary day in minneapolis utter freaking insanity, uh, and the cops are sliring. I know four cops have been uh, let go. Terminated, I think, is what the official uh, statement says from Minnesota, so we're going to be following that story a while. Utter insanity in Minnesota. Then A local lab. We talked about this yesterday. Just a, a tad... Less insane, but I just added to the list. Mayor Rom, I'm still thinking about this. I was reading a story about this again last night. I was talking about it to my wife, giving advice to Joe Biden. uh I was talking to Miles Conflasen. We both agree. Please, Joe Biden, don't listen to what Rom tells you one more time. Just, you know, not along. Maybe you need Rom. I don't know to help with fundraisers or Democratic. Insight. I don't even know why you would need him. But please don't listen to him. His advice now was. Democrats, don't be timid. I just was thinking about this. We talked about this yesterday, but I just think I can't get this out of my mind. Poor J.B. Pritzker is struggling with trying to protect the citizenry of Illinois and placate the, uh, open up the state crowd from the Republican Party that is holding rallies denouncing Pritzker. By the way, they hate Pritzker. This is something uh, that... uh, has become apparent to me i was watching a feed of yesterday's pritzker press conference and you know you have the live stream people weighing in they hate pritzker dennis has told me about this uh some of the the uh, he's shown me some of the facebook messages that people he knows uh post about uh, pritzker from downstate now yeah i get it they hate pritzker very much He has become the epitome in their eyes of everything that's wrong with America today. I don't know why they've decided. Well, I probably many theories why they would blame Pritzker, but they hate Pritzker uh, extremely. So here he is trying to do the right thing, trying to figure out what the right thing is. and It's not always easy to do. He's not a perfect person, as he would tell you himself. He's not batting a thousand. That's for sure. But I do believe he's making a good faith effort to do the right thing, and balance the needs of business people who want to open up their businesses, get back to work, people like me who want to get out of this attic uh, and go back to our studios and go back to our regular lives. Balance those demands and needs with health concerns. And here's Rom, don't be timid, like playing into it, like totally cutting off the Pritzkers of the world at the knees. Please, 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 Joe Biden, that's the last guy you should be listening to of course speaking of lunatics and politics got to be uh uh non-partisan about this just ripped the democrat got to bring up my uh, favorite darren bailey uh one more time he was uh the state representative from downstate was in chicago over the weekend and he compared chicago chicago to a wayward child and sometimes you have to discipline that child and i'm like don't spank me darren don't spank me that was yesterday. We'll bring Darren up.
0: That was a weird one.
1: Yeah. Don't... Yeah. <laughs> what, comparing Chicago to a wayward child. No, your
0: opener about <laughs> don't spank me, Darren.
1: Don't spank me, Darren. Darren the dominatrix. Anyway, uh, we'll get back to Darren in a little bit. That's part of the madness. But then I guess... The trophy goes to Donald Trump. Donald Trump uh, has launched, as we all know, this tweet storm, uh, making up stuff about Joe Scarborough. He's got this personal vendetta against Joe Scarborough, the talk show host. D, I still have not seen the show. Got to make that confession. See bits and pieces on YouTube. So I really can't comment whether Joe Scarborough has been fair to Donald Trump. I assume it's like everybody else in this country. If you love Trump, you... You, you know, you just promote the hell out of him and he loves you back. And if you don't like Trump, then you uh, criticize him and then he hates you back if he thinks you're a worthy opponent. So that's obviously what's going on with Joe Scarborough. Just made up stuff about Joe Scarborough said he's resp- somehow or other responsible uh, for the death of uh, one of Joe Scarborough's aides when Scarborough was a congressman back in the early part of the century. So uh, Joe Scarborough had nothing to do with the woman's death. He wasn't even in the same city when she died. Uh, Everybody is a. Trump's trying to win
0: over those undecided voters. If you can't tell,
1: yeah. By the way, interesting tactic to win over the undecided voter. (laughs) I know what I'll do. I'll just make up stuff about a popular TV show host. uh, Stuff that is there's no evidence whatsoever. I'm just gonna just keep repeating it. I think what he's really doing is testing Republicans for their loyalty. You know, you talk about a wayward child who needs needs to be. He's spanked. Hey, Darren Bailey, why don't you spank Donald Trump? <laughs> There's a thought for you, Dee. Uh, but uh, uh, nope, no word from Darren Bailey on that. He's still upset with the city of Chicago. He's going to spank us, but he's going to leave Donald Trump alone. I've been uh, searching for any Republicans who have something critical to say about Trump about this, one of my favorite topics, uh, the way in which Donald Trump has seized control of the Republican Party, uh, and they all hide under desks. And the only one who apparently are the the most outspoken is Mitt Romney, the senator from Utah, Uh, and he's like the one Republican out there who's not afraid to criticize Trump or vote against Trump and, uh, you know, just make it clear that he's got like some shred of credibility it's uh, not a total puppet um, so anyway the whole issue now is erupting in should Donald Trump be censored we're gonna talk about Monroe with this uh, should Donald Trump should Twitter uh, kick Donald Trump off should they uh, block some of his wackier uh, tweets all over the place in this one I was just reading a column uh, by uh, a media uh what is he a media writer uh, howard kurtz he writes about the media is what i'm saying and he's sort of a a conservative and he's saying that uh, people have the right they should have the right to make up their mind uh, uh whether what the president is saying is factual or not and you know they should just no attempt whatsoever should be made to uh censor the president or block his tweets even if he makes stuff up even if it's a lie uh, the people are smart enough to make up their minds about controversial tweets. That's one point of view. And I'm just like really struggling with this one. Uh, is president free to say anything he wants, even if it's a lie, even if it's libelous, uh, even if it leads to deaths? Like when the president went out there and started talking about and in- taking disinfectants to fight the virus, you know. People who are following his advice could lead to death. Should the president be free to say uh, whatever he wants? I'm not quite, you know, I'm basically a First Amendment guy and a free speech guy. But total freedom from Donald Trump to say whatever he wants, the president of the United States, even if it could cause a lot of destruction. Keep in mind, freedom isn't free. Freedom isn't free. That is true. I'm sure Joe Scarborough is learning that one. Uh, today but uh, so we'll probably have let ask Monroe that uh, should the president be free to say whatever he wants Alex Jones got in trouble for doing that with Sandy Hook he's up to his neck uh, with a, a libel a libel lawsuit uh, that's been filed against he's still on the air uh, he, he's still doing his show but uh, he's been through one lawyer he's on his second lawyer so you know he may ultimately pay, pay the price for just making stuff up and throwing it out there anyway freedom isn't free should donald trump be free to say anything he wants i'll tell you what folks you know it's a crazy world out there when the nutty dog walker in new york seems more sane than the president of the united states we got a great show today monroe anderson will be here and then we have a long show today we have a couple bonus interviews we're doing we got two bonus interviews after this show Two bonus interviews. Two bonus interviews tomorrow. Two bonus interviews Friday. Dee, we're working hard as we prepare for that uh, week off next week.
0: There you go. You can download those interviews that we're going to record, by the way, over
1: the weekend. Yes. Uh, hardest working podcast in the city of Chicago. The Ben Jarofsky Show. Operating out of an attic. I need a break. LA. <laughs> Dr. D needs a break, man. Set people, by the way, he's off for a week. Send him some uh, doobies. He could uh, use a little help because you know what they call him downstate. Dr. Doobie with the news.
0: Hey, guys. Let's find out what's happening in Chicago and or Illinois this afternoon. We begin with our governor's Wednesday plans. Big problems become big problems when you let small problems sit. Oh, I heard that. And there's a big problem of brewing downstate. Ben, any guess as to what that could be? Um,
1: well, uh, does it have anything to do with my favorite state rep? No, it does not. Oh, I know. What's going on? Floods. That's oh, correct. Man. Today,
0: Governor J.B. Pritzker was in Maradosa in the morning to tour their flood preparedness operation along the Illinois River. Uh, he'll then be at the Jackie Joyner-Kersey Center in East St. Louis for his 2.30 p.m. coronavirus briefing. A how did I have it? How did I have have A press briefing, not at the Thompson Center. <laughs> <He's>
1: <laughs> Color getting me out. surprised. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to that center? In East St. Louis? No. Oh.
0: Never really been to East St. Louis. I've
1: drove by it. Never mm-hmm.
0: hung out there. Uh, from the river to the lake, Crystal Lake, to be more specific. The Republican revolt against the governor continues. Another Illinois conservative has gone public with their beef against one, Jeffrey Beauregard Pritzker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey. Uh... Scoot Sorry, over, Dad.
0: scoot over, John Cabello. Make room, Darren Bailey. Big feller because state rep Alan Skillicorn sees that publicity you're all getting and he wants in on it too. Republican Illinois state rep Alan Skillicorn of Crystal Lake announced that he'd begun the process to recall... Governor J.B. Pritzker. Skillicorn claims Pritzker has failed to fix the state's unemployment claims website and has begun an initiative to recall the Democratic governor. According to a news release, call center data obtained by Skillicorn from Illinois Department of Employment Security for the period of March 2nd through April 28th shows a massive increase in daily calls to the hotline, rising from an average of 6,500 for the first 10 days to almost 3,000. 370,000, with the number of agents available to answer those calls increasing from a low of 88 to a high of 122. While the daily number of claims processed are touted as progress, what remains unseen is the number of call attempts that go unanswered and online access that errors out. This is according to a news release from Skillicorn. I have some quotes from Skillicorn, but Ben, your thoughts before we go forward?
1: Well, it is uh, overwhelming. Right now for the state of Illinois to process all the questions, all all the uh, applications and answer all the questions. I know quite a few people who've been calling that hotline uh, looking for information. I know quite a few people who are looking for unemployment assistance. Uh, They've lost jobs as bartenders. Uh, They've lost jobs as waiters and waitresses. Uh, so, yeah, and musicians, I like, can you know a lot of musicians who've, whose entire livelihood has dried up. Obviously, there's uh, clubs are closed, bars are closed, so they, they can't play. So, yeah, the, the, the hotline is being flooded, and I'll bet you anything, I've not made the call, but I'll bet you anything that Skillicorn has a point. How about that, D? How fair am I? I'm saying Skillicorn has a point, uh, that the state is not quite prepared to handle uh, the avalanche of calls uh, that's, what, the last two months, Uh, you know, because unemployment was relatively low about two months ago. So I'll bet you anything, we should do a test. How long does it take to get an operator uh, on the phone?
0: Find Ben Jarofsky at the next Skillicorn rally.
1: My (laughs) goodness. I never knew you were a Skillicorn fan. Uh, Neither did I. Whoa. But I do know this. It's very frustrating to to deal with the bureaucracy. You can't get a response on the phone. Uh, And I hear it again. I got the easy life, D. I'm up here in the attic, looking out uh, at the alley and the porta potty, and life is good for me, right? I'm not like my my poor wife, who's constantly on the phone dealing with the state, dealing with the city, trying to get information out about uh, when they when her her shop can open, you know, when when the stay at home order will be lifted. Uh, so I know what it's I'd like to hear <laughs> this. this uh, and By the way, let me just say this uh, before everybody thinks I'm picking on government. Just try getting a bank uh, person. Uh, an official with a bank. I've had to do that a few times during uh, this pandemic. Uh, and good God, again, it was my wife who did the heavy lifting. Uh, but I was sitting in, it was like 45 minutes of listening to music Playing you know, that maddening music that they play. I'm going to torture you right now. Hey, Skillicorn, there you go. Why don't you go, you know, fire off a letter about corporate America?
0: After you go to Ben's house and hang out for a few hours, go do that.
1: Ben loves Skillicorn. <laughs> I don't know about that part. You could, like, go to the alley and I'll wave at you. But uh, yeah, so it is maddening right now. <laughs> Once again,
0: Skillicorn claiming Pritzker has failed to fix the state's unemployment claims website. We have quotes from Skillicorn. Skillicorn said, quote, oh, Ben Jarofsky's the man.
1: That's my guy. Yeah. He didn't say that. He no, says, he said, Dr. D. I love Dr. Doobie.
0: Skillicorn said, quote, the governor has had ample time to fix this website. I called him out on it. And nothing has been addressed, nor... Has there been a plan presented to fix the problems? I guess he's got uh, this pandemic thing to worry about. I don't know. But Skillicorn says enough is enough. The incompetence cannot continue. An affidavit that is meant to initiate a recall effort must be signed uh, by at least 20 House members and 10 senators. No more than half the signatures for members and senators can be from a single politician party in the prospective chamber. So, uh, in the respective chamber, Ben, uh, your thoughts? Yeah,
1: on so that, that uh, so mo- no more than half of the uh, the signe- signers calling for their uh, removal have to be from the... Uh, God, I'm messing this one up. You have to have at least 15 Democrats. It's not going to happen. So you need 10 Democrats in the House, five Democrats in the Senate. I don't think they could get one Democrat to sign that petition. So it's not going to happen. Uh, it's a uh, you know, uh, publicity maneuver by uh, Skillicorn, get some attention to him. And I'll put it this way, Mandy. I welcome it. Again, I welcome divisions and parties uh, in governments. We have... Uh, We're supposed to have the check and the balance. So Skillicorn is calling attention uh, to uh, the uh, inability of the state of Illinois to process all the claims or answer all the questions. Then let's have the investigation begin. Let's fix things. You know, he's he's doing, you could argue he's doing a service. How about that, D? I'm really bending over backwards to say something nice about a Republican in the midst of this pandemic. Uh, But uh, to recall Pritzker over this, come on. See, that's the thing about the Republicans, man. I try to bend over backwards and say something nice about them, D. You know, and remember Operation Gridlock? Try to say something nice about Operation, you know, the the need to get people back to work, and let's consider uh, businesses that have been uh, shut, and let's give them some kind of reassurance that at least the powers that be are thinking about them. And then they show up at their rallies with Confederate flags and rifles and swastikas, it's like, (laughs) and MAGA hats, like, uh, it makes it that much harder to take you seriously. By the way, did, did you see the pictures of the people in uh, Florida? We didn't talk about that yesterday, did we? Like all the people at the coast of Florida. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, the, as soon as it got nice, apparently, with Ch- Chicago, I always talk about this in Chicago. We'll probably get in the lorry in the lakefront. Uh, you know, as soon as the first nice day, everybody in Chicago flocks to the lakefront. Apparently, the mayor didn't know that. D. Uh, and uh, so it, it happens, obviously, uh, in the state of Florida. Some nice days over Memorial Day. Thousands of people flocking to uh, the uh, beaches. N- no social distancing. Not a lot of masks out there. Everybody next to each other. This day. I'm like, you know, not a lot. I didn't see anybody. You know, I thought everybody was so busy, worried about work. Obviously, the the pandemic hasn't hurt them that hard. You know what I'm saying? And like not being without jobs hasn't hurt them that hard. Have we got time to go to the beach. Oh, it was Memorial Day. Yeah, you know, okay. I just say it man. was a holiday. You know, I'm just saying that the the Republicans are going around saying our country's been destroyed, our freedom has been taken away. You know, nobody can make a livelihood. Everybody is the the cure is worse than the disease. Didn't seem like the cure or the disease was bothering anybody on that beach.
0: They all looked like they were in their 20s. They're young. Uh, Guys, who's surprised? Young people are stupid. (laughs) I don't know who's surprised. Just saying, you know, freedom ain't free. That's all the news has been lately. Just people like a
1: party. They're young. There's yes, guys, that's going to happen. I, you know, I saw not everybody was that young. Just don't throw the young people. Look, I'm defending young people now. You know, there were a lot of wayward children out there who needed to be spanked. Eh? And where was Darren Bailey to do the spanking?
0: All right, moving on. Time to talk city news. No pun- wait,
1: wait, we're, we're not done with the recall? Wait, there's no more recall. I just wanted to finish I'll up. No, go recall. ahead. Finish yeah. up. Just finish up the thought. Uh, it was. It got a story for him, so I guess it worked. And uh, uh, and but I have a feeling not one Democrat uh, will sign th- this recall petition. Uh, and uh, I saw Pritzker's response. Did you see Pritzker's response to their claims? Uh, he blamed it all on Bruce Rauner. Okay, <laughs> if Rauner had funded government, we'd have more people to answer the phone. So rounder has gone, uh, but not forgotten, at least by J.B. Pritzker. All
0: right, let's talk some city news here. No public events listed for our Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot this afternoon. Ben, it's a gorgeous Wednesday afternoon. Any ideas as to what the mayor is up to today?
1: She's strolling along the lakefront, uh, making sure that everything's cool, that uh, she can't, uh, you know, oh, still can't open it. No, I'm just kidding. No more lakefront jokes. I uh, i i hope she's working on face. Three? Is that where we're at? I've lost count of which yeah, phase yeah, Yeah, yeah. Phase three, uh, yeah. The
0: rest of Illinois will be in phase three uh, after May 29th. We're kind of, you know, well, there's millions of people in the city, so understandably we're kind of hanging back a bit in phase two.
1: Well, that's what she's doing. She's preparing. I know a lot of people wish she would prepare a little faster, that's for sure. Uh, so what you got for her?
0: We have a follow-up, a follow-up on the statement that officially made me, I'm honestly not a fan of our Chicago mayor. We will shut
2: you down. <laughs> We will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you, and we will take you to jail.
0: Yes, the time she threatened to arrest regular people who did nothing but not socially distance. Uh We have a follow-up. This comes from Block Club Chicago. Uh, Despite the mayor's claim that police have enforced social distancing equally across Chicago, data is showing, and hang on to the wheel, guys, if you're driving, all right? I don't want to shock anybody and cause a wreck here. Data shows almost all arrests and citations uh, for congregating have been issued on the city's south and west sides.
1: Yeah, big surprise there.
0: All 13 arrests and 11 of the 13 citations have been issued in majority black and Latino neighborhoods on the south and west sides. This is according to public records attained by Block Club Chicago. Between March 20th and May 21st, 13 people were arrested for violating the stay-at-home orders. Ten were black, one was white, two were juveniles whose race and arrest reports were withheld. 13 others received citation. Of those, 11 were located in majority-minority neighborhoods on the south and west sides. Detailed reports and uh, demographic information were not provided for the citations. Critics have accused Chicago police of disproportionately enforcing social distancing guidelines on the south and west sides in a tweet over the weekend, Chance the Rapper. Ben, what's your favorite Chance the Rapper song?
1: Uh, Acid rap. Hey, there
0: you go. You knew one. He said, wait,
1: did you know that one? Yeah. He said he saw
0: hundreds of people at Millennium Park who were failing to social distance, but did not face arrests or fines. Uh, We have a quote from Chance himself, and it doesn't rhyme. This is just a regular quote. It says, please stop sending large groups of militarized police into our neighborhoods exclusively. In response, Mayor Lightfoot denied there's been more enforcement in black communities. Let's see here. We have a quote from Mayor Lightfoot. She says, quote, The reality is the Chicago Police Department is active and engaged all over the city and doing it with an eye toward equity. And I would have it no other way as a mayor of this city. I can tell you, based upon the statistics that we've been keeping for weeks, those dispersal orders are happening all over the city. And yes, in white areas, in Latinx areas, in moneyed areas of the city as
1: well. Well, we know that the history of Chicago on this front is not a good one, D. We talked for a long time, wrote many articles. Uh, My dear friend Mick Dumpkin and I uh, wrote many articles back in the day about uh, the unfair ratio, imbalance, if you will. More black people uh, get busted for reefer than white people, even though everybody smokes it. So we know that we kind of have a tradition. Remember when Troy Laravier came on the show? Uh, God, we have to have him back. It's been a while. But he came on the show uh, to talk about uh, tickets for uh, bicycle offenses, people violating various uh, rules of the road for bike riding. Remember that, D? And far more tickets were written in black neighborhoods uh, than white neighborhoods. And then there's some it was in the old days on the radio. And some guy called up. And and then he started. Remember, he started talking about uh, black on black murder. He got so outraged at at Troy for. uh, By the way, it wasn't even Troy was citing a story that was in the Tribune uh, about that that they did the deep dive talking about like the number of people uh, who got tickets for bike violating the uh, bike riding rules in Lincoln Park as opposed to uh, Lawndale. So uh, yeah, this is um, I this is a uh, there's a this is a historical trend in the city of chicago so i'm not surprised to see uh that um the it continues with the enforcement for uh social distancing i just point out as i said earlier i'm going to just point out that there were thousands and thousands of people uh on the beaches of florida dennis says they're all young all right I'll, i'll 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 concede that point for the moment uh so in other words it's not just people uh on the west and south side of chicago who are going stir crazy and violating the stay-at-home rules or violating social distancing uh it's across the board but apparently uh it's folks on the south and west side of chicago who are getting the most tickets i will here here i'm going to say something in defense of uh, lori lightfoot uh d they they did break up the protest at buckingham fountain that took place on memorial day the um the MAGA Hat crowd uh, with Darren Bailey, that one where he said he compared Chicago to a whereward, whereward child who needs to be punished. So they, the police finally broke that one up after a while because they, were, they weren't even pretending. They weren't even pretending uh, to be uh, following social distancing. So you know there is evidence that other people uh, have been ticketed or uh, other, other groups have been asked by the police to disperse. But good job by Black Club on that story.
0: Alright, it goes on here. Block Club has requested the number of dispersals of groups per police district. Chicago police did not respond to a request for comment. In the early days of the stay-at-home order, dispersals were heavily concentrated on the west side. On March 29th, police reported 89 dispersals of groups in the Harrison District. Former police spokesman Anthony uh, Guglini probably butchered that one. The next highest number of dispersals on that day was four dispersals in the Austin area. police district. Both police districts are on on the city's west side. In an effort to reduce loitering on the west side in April, Chicago police stationed officers at four west side crime hotspots asking people to show ID. Only people who lived on the blocks there were allowed to enter uh, which the American Civil Liberties Union said was a violation of constitutional rights. Lightfoot previously said she personally toured the city, urging people to return home if they weren't taking proper precautions. In such effort, in which she confronted a group of teenagers on the west side, uh, became a viral video and prompted border, uh, broader questions about how Lightfoot was using police to enforce the stay-at-home order on the south and west sides
1: yeah that was the the video we talked a lot about that where she the the young fellas were playing basketball and she came up to them and said uh chastised them and told them to leave and said they were in danger of uh, infecting their mamas and their grandmamas and uh yeah and Lori lightfoot she's not backing down uh, d she says that she's looking out for the best interest of chicago and i pointed this out many times i do believe uh, there is a political divide that's emerging on this point. Uh, I'll put it this way: on the north side of Chicago, she's very, very popular. I could just give one personal example. Uh, so there's a uh, uh, there was a Facebook chat about uh, hairdressers. My wife's a hairdresser, and uh, so. W- one of the hairdressers was, was uh, irritated that Lori Lightfoot has not been quicker in terms of letting the businesses know when they can reopen. And immediately a Northside salon owner came in and said, you know, she's got a lot on her plate. Leave her alone. She's doing a great job. It's just like this instinctive reaction. And I think, you know what? It just says so much about Chicago on this one because people on the North Side are used to, they're accustomed to the city working for them. Uh, they're accustomed to a certain rules, uh, and you know, like if you call the police, the police will respond, and they'll be more or less respectful, and you won't have troubles. You, if you, they're used to the city being at their command almost uh, there's no there's a sense of entitlement uh on the north side i'm not putting north siders down i live on the north side i'm not hating on north siders i pe- i think people should have a sense of entitlement from the government i'm just saying it's pretty pronounced on the north side of chicago uh so when Lori lightfoot says that for your safety you have to stay indoors uh, and, and i'm going to enforce these rules North Siders think, Yeah, she's looking out for us. There's just a sense that the city works for them. It's not widespread prevailing view, that's for certain. It's not as strong a view, I believe, on the, on the south or west sides. The sense of the city works for those neighborhoods. The city works for the people who live in those neighborhoods. So that's sort of a split uh, in Chicago uh, that Lori Lightfoot has inherited. And she's sort of the beneficiary of that, at least on the north side. Like I said, you go on the north side uh, and, and people love her. But, D, I got to tell you this. This is the other thing. Tell me. This, <laughs> this is something else I saw on Facebook. What, what is it? What is it? I'm dying to know what, what, what yeah. is it? For all the talk on the North side of Chicago about how people are really, uh, they support Lori and they, uh, uh, they, they believe in uh, stay at home orders and social distancing. and stuff. There's a lot of people walking around the street. They got the mask around their necks, but they don't pull the masks up. Have you noticed this one? It's like a look now. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. We're in this, <laughs> we're in a, we're in our attic. I'm talking about walking into uh, like a, uh, a UPS store or a post office or a, a CVS a drugstore or the Jewel. you know I'm like uh, what is it like do you think you're destry you know what I mean you know?
0: oh, I can't wait till this thing is over <laughs> yeah. everybody just judging each other on if they're wearing a mask or not
1: well I mean it's like why have the mask around your neck I well don't... they may have
0: forgot that's happened to me like I had this I wear a little scarf little gator thing and I'll go somewhere, and I'll go, oh, crap, my mask. I got to put it. It's just right. so yeah, annoying. Yeah,
1: you put it up there, right? Yeah. I'm just yeah, saying. The sometimes Northside, I forget, though. North Side's not perfect either, okay? Uh, but nobody's writing up tickets in the UPS store or the CBS. Good. That's good. I'm with you, D. You can over-enforce this thing.
0: All right, everybody. We encourage all of you to reach out to us. Send us a message. Let us know what's on your mind. You hanging in there? Got any suggestions of things to watch? Ben's always looking for new stuff to watch. That Bulls thing's over. Holy yeah. cow, he's he's desperate right now, guys. Right?
1: Yeah, and I can't watch uh, the the last Bulls game because I got the uh, uh, the bogus ESPN. So yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah,
0: he's got the big lots ESPN
1: apparently. It, yeah. Why can't you watch the last I last have dance? No idea. I hmm. try to watch it, and the, the machines just said, "Sorry, you have to have a different." ESPN service, I forget what was, some bureaucratic jargon. I should've had Skillicorn make a phone call on my behalf, you know? <laughs> Heads will roll. He is your boy, so I mean he could have
0: uh, done it. Oh Ben, true sure thing, man. Let me get over here.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think that's more of a Darren Bailey imitation. Uh but uh, so yeah, no, I'm looking for some Coming down the end of Shit's Creek. And, uh, yeah. It's coming
0: down the end of Shit's
1: Creek, yeah. guys.
0: Uh, what a metaphor. No, feel free to uh, send suggestions in to uh, the Ben Jarovsky Show. You can reach us in several ways. You can send us an email at Benny J Show or B E N N Y, the letter J Show, at gmail.com. That's what it is. Benny J Show at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on social media at Benny J Show, B E N N Y, the letter J Show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Ben, how's the Instagram account going, it's by the way?
1: booming. I haven't put up for a while. i got to put something up. I'm going to take a picture of you with your mask on and put that up there. Oh, cool. A lot of heads.
0: Do it. Do it. Yeah. And also, you can call us. That's right. We have a phone number, guys. Reach out to us. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us what's on your mind. What's the number? Well, it's a 708 number. Turns out 773 and 312, all of them are taken. Every single uh, number with that area code is taken. So we have a 708 number. You can reach The Ben Jarofsky Show, 708-658-4788, 708-658-4788, and obviously, if you're listening live, you can weigh in on The Ben Jarofsky Show live stream chat, but Ben, we have a voicemail. Oh, okay. That's right. I listened to this, and uh, this is from Matt, Matt. Uh, I think he used to listen to us on the radio uh, You know, before you were fired Uh, The good days uh, Not really that great, but anyway uh, Matt weighed in, Uh, he left us a voicemail Here, he wants to cover two things here Uh, I think he wants to talk about uh, J.B. Pritzker, Lori Lightfoot And uh, the whole Quarantine situation Uh, Matt, let her rip, buddy You you guys can do the same, 708-658-4788 Hey, Matt
2: Hi, hello, Ben Let's cover two things today. Number one, I am a former student of Francis W. Parker School, and I have to tell you that while I do not agree with their methods of how they went about trying to secure the property to the north of them, I will say that they are very good people, typically. Um, they, they, they're just good people all around. They're very nice. Not everybody's
0: hoity-toity there. All right, I want to pause it there. Anything you'd like to say?
1: Well, yeah, we talked about that last week. Uh, Okay, just to help people out who missed that story, Uh, that's kind of used to write stories like this all the time. Back in the days, I did neighborhood news and would write about uh, spats between neighborhoods. So many times, like almost like a uh, a my beat was the divorce beat. I'd be writing about divorces, get in the middle of one of those, and uh, so this well, this was a dispute between uh, Francis Parker, as the gentleman Mm -hmm. says uh one uh well i said he didn't say it. this uh it's one of the most exclusive private schools in the city of chicago on the north side of chicago roughly clark and felden around there around fullerton just south of fullerton and uh there they want to expand their campus and in order to expand their campus they want to buy a building that's just down the street or across the street uh, very close by uh, but the people who uh, it's a condo building the, the condo owners don't want to sell So what's been happening, according to the condo owners, is that Francis Parker has got straw buyers offering people, making an offer that people can't refuse. People sell their condos, and guess what? Sooner or later, Francis Parker, according to this lawsuit that was filed, will have a controlling share of all the condos uh, in the building, and therefore, they will be able to uh, force a sale to themselves. How about that? That's a pretty slick move. So it was kind of like a... Uh, how was I I was like well that was a pretty slick move Francis Parker and I was merely pointing out that Francis Parker has a reputation down through the years as being like progressive in terms of its educational uh, ideology and its outlook of toward education and how you have to be holistic and what you teach kids and you have to have small classrooms and you have to like read to kids or uh, uh, well, how would Joe Biden put it D uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, where am I So, you know, I was just pointing that out for for a progressive, forward thinking school. uh, That was pretty cutthroat, all right? You know what I'm saying? It was a pretty Chicago Ah, style politics. Uh, So, I, I don't think, I don't know if I was really disparaging about everybody that sends their kids there. It's an expensive school. There's no doubt about it, it's like 40 G's a year of tuition for the grammar school uh, just add that up the if, uh, if a kid goes there for the full 12 years so um you know yeah that's a pretty cutthroat move by Francis Parker so that they learn a few things in addition to the progressive tenets of their leaders or educational leaders and I'm just wondering like how do you discuss that in a civics class that was just the question I was raising right I mean if you're t- uh, a history teacher, Francis Parker, the civics teacher, how do you discuss uh, this particular maneuver which has resulted in a lawsuit being filed by their neighbors, you know? So that's that's that's, that's the background.
0: I love frozen parsnips. That's how Biden would respond. No,
2: Francis Parker. Time.
1: Huh? Who
0: said that? All right, Matt continues. Okay. That being said,
2: they did the dirty. They did a bad thing. So they should get punished for it. Now, on to Biden. Biden, Biden, Biden. Can somebody please tell him to just shut up? <laughs> oh, my God. We cannot, my God, if he could just not say anything stupid until after November, we're okay. Just just stop him from talking. Just stop him. Stop Biden saying anything because we cannot afford another four years of this moron in the white house <laughs> uh, what
1: do you think about that well it's, it's just a lot a lot lot in there embedded in there uh this is he's articulating whether he realizes it or not the charles blow theory charles blow a columnist for the new york times just wrote this column uh, in the aftermath of joe biden's latest gaffe the uh, uh you ain't a black uh, comment he made on the Breakfast Club radio show last week. We talked a lot about it. And uh, so Charles Blow's theory is that Joe Biden will win this election in November against Donald Trump if he just, as uh, Matt suggests, shuts up, just disappear. And it's a really curious strategy that uh, Matt and Charles Blow, so Matt is not alone in this one, uh, that they're espousing. In other words, just disappear. It it sort of runs counter to all the tenets of conventional politicking uh, in the United States. You know, you want your candidate to be up front. You want your candidate to be dominating the news. You want your candidate to be getting his or her message out constantly, you know, to uh, seize the opportunity, to be on people's minds, uh, to just— sort of imprint himself or herself on their brain so they think this guy or this woman is the person I want to vote for and lead this country but uh the Charles Blow Matt theory is that no Joe Biden should just shut up and disappear because every time he opens up his mouth he just causes trouble for himself now this I had my struggles with Joe Biden as everybody knows and part of the reason was that he has a problem when he opens his mouth he says something stupid uh and that you know he has to backtrack from uh, so I'm just saying, I kind of told you so. I have, no, I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: Right, you, If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't
1: black, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Mueller ways in. All right. I like the other one better though. What was the other one? Talk talk to your kids or whatever. <laughs> I remember uh, David ah! David Ferris and I trying to unpack that one. On the other hand, all right, Matt, I'm just going to throw this theory out you at you. Uh, and Charles Blow, I'll uh, throw this theory at you. There are those, and I think Monroe may uh, weigh in on this one coming up. Uh, there are those who believe that there's something charming about Joe Biden. Well, that they there's ain't something... in this room <laughs> or this house. There's some... <laughs> not a lot of Joe Biden fans in this house. Uh, that there's something. Oh, that's just Joe being Joe. Okay, you know, <laughs> there's, there are those people who like that. That's real. You know, And, and I got to tell you, uh, Matt, I just wrote a story for the reader. It's out. I, I put it on Facebook. Uh, I was chastising Barack Obama and saying, I wish Barack Obama was a little more like Michael Jordan. And I was urging the Democrats to be like Mike. Uh, Michael Jordan's on my mind these days because of the last dance. Uh, and uh, Michael Jordan, as depicted in the last je- uh, dance, was a cutthroat competitor who uh, never let a good, Grudge go to waste. He uh, collected grudges down through the years. If people said something that he he, he found remotely critical or oh, that sounds healthy offensive, he would use it as motivation uh, to destroy them when he got to them on the basketball court. Uh, it's not a very becoming trait in a human being. It's not no. one that says, "God, I really want to be friends with you." Like for instance, Michael Jordan. Uh, it has not. Uh, he's cut off Charles Barkley. They used to be really good friends back in the day from when they were both playing in the NBA. They were both on the Dream Team. But Charles Barkley uh, is a commentator on uh, TV, said something critical. Oh, come on, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> critical. It's, uh, said critical. Said Michael Jordan's basically his, uh, managerial style is terrible. He's not a bad job as uh, running the Charlotte Hornets. And Jordan got so mad he hasn't uh, talked to him since. Uh, he had the same thing. He cut off Sports Illustrated. He got mad with a critical headline that Sports Illustrated ran and he hasn't talked to them since so he holds grudges and he never lets them go uh, barack obama on the other hand has ample reason to hold a grudge against donald trump donald trump uh has just made before he's making up stories about joe scarborough he's making up stories about barack obama he's tried to gut almost every single one of obama's initiatives including his most important one uh the health care initiative obamacare he's trying to destroy that as we speak and yet barack obama holds back on criticizing trump and so even last week when he was finally critical of trump he wouldn't even name trump so i was saying you know i wish the democrats would be more forceful and confront trump when trump says these outrageous things about democrats i do believe that americans like a fighter and so they would respect that so it's kind of a counter view you know the charles blow matt Matt view is just disappear joe biden Uh, until after the election don't even show up don't talk don't say anything (laughs) and uh i i don't buy it listen the democrats thought it was a good idea to nominate this guy there was aspects to joe biden that most people in the democratic party thought uh were appealing not the least of which was the fact that he was barack obama's wingman for eight years so this your candidate democrats you got to put up with him saying stupid stuff or, you know, stumbling over his tongue. Uh, If you're just going to compare the stupid things that Trump says to the stupid things that Joe Biden says, I think Trump is uh, defeating Biden in that category.
2: Well, what do you say we do that? Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, (laughs) The phone. Make sure the kids hear words.
1: Okay, that's my favorite. Make sure the kids hear words. So
2: that was Biden.
0: And now we'll play our president, a a silly statement from from him like this one.
2: And I tested very positively in a in another sense. So this morning, yeah, I tested positively (laughs) toward negative, right? So now I tested uh, perfectly this morning, (laughs) meaning meaning I tested negative.
1: Yeah, I tested positively toward negative or whatever. And then I like the guy in the background yells out negative. I don't know who that guy was. A helpful, rep- you know, uh, President Trump, hey, say something nice about reporters. The guy was helping you. Negative, you tested negative. Yeah, I tested positively toward negative. So, you know, it's kind of a, uh, it's, it's neck and neck there. You know, and by the way, it's funny, the Republicans think this is their winning uh, a winning point for them. So they think every time Joe Biden says something stupid, if they put that out there that'll win over uh, swing voters you know that's that's they pr- promoting that so they have this whole clip a series of clips of joe biden saying stupid things and and (laughs) which may work if
0: donald trump wasn't like tweeting about joe scarborough and all that crazy
1: nonsense it's kind of (laughs) hard you know to accentuate the stupid things that joe biden says from time to time (laughs) when the leader of your party says them every hour on the hour okay so it's like the bar the standards are so low in this country right now, the bar is so low on insanity and crazy things, you know. Uh, you know, Joe Biden kind of makes sense uh, when he, uh, you know.
0: Uh, like Trumper, man, you got to win over those people that are, I mean, I hope you don't, but you got to win over those people who are in the middle of the road, man. Like, I don't know if uh, talking about Joe Scarborough and an intern is really going to.
1: No, she wasn't even an intern. She was an aide. But yes, uh, making up stuff about Joe Scarborough, uh accusing joe scarborough of something that he did not do and it even in the face of the widower of the woman who died begging you not to do it is i would say not a, a winning ticket uh in uh for this upcoming election but d there's the other theory of course the dennis theory which is that people lie to pollsters and so there's the possibility that a majority of voters in swing states, and this is coming down to swing states, because again, it doesn't matter if Joe Biden wins more votes than uh, Donald Trump the way we uh, determine who got a president. So if a majority of the voters in those swing states like Trump's style, like it when he makes up stuff about people uh, who he accuses of crimes that don't even exist, uh, if a majority of people like that, he's gonna be rewarded regardless of what you or I think, or regardless of what Matt thinks, and so you know it, what Joe Biden said is is uh, doesn't matter. Then, when you think about it, it's irrelevant. People like Trump if they like his style, they're going to vote for him anyway. It doesn't matter what uh, Joe Biden says. So, listen, the Democratic Party has said, Ben, we like Joe Biden. He's the most electable person. Guess I got to go with him, Deep,
0: you guys see what just happened there? A guy sent us a voicemail. And we got like 10 minutes of content out of it, all right? Be like Matt. Send us a voicemail, 708-658-4788. You can leave your name. It can be a fake name. It could be your real name. You don't have to leave a name. You can do whatever you want. Just call the Ben Jarofsky show. Leave us a voicemail. I'm going to listen to it first. And if it isn't insane, well, good insane. Well, if it's bad insane, I'm not going to play it. If it's good insane, I'm definitely going to play it. How about that?
1: I thought that was a a good voice uh, message. I agree. I thought it was good. And uh, defending Francis Parker. Uh, you know, there are some good people at Francis Park. There are some good people who are really ashamed of the school. What a tactic, huh? Uh, but uh, good good message from Matt.
0: 708-658-4788. Benny J Show at gmail.com. Michael Girardi, I got your email. I need to read it, though. So I need to. I'll let you know the answer there shortly. Uh, Also, at Benny J Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ben's in charge of the Instagram. Uh, I do the Facebook and Twitter. Reach out to us, and we will respond. And that is our local news. Ben, anything you'd like to say here before we roll on with uh, Mr. Monroe? Uh,
1: No, Monroe Anderson is... uh about to come on we're going to talk about we're going to uh, talk about joe biden and uh, uh ain't black his uh ain't black comment we're going to talk about uh what, what happened in minnesota we're going to. oh biden and the masks and trump and the masks It's fascinating the politics of wearing a mask lots of political talk with monroe anderson he's fired up to talk trump 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 and more trump we'll be right back